This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Um, this Tuesday is the seventh day of Cheshven. So for most of us, the seventh day of Cheshven has no halachic significance. But if you live in Eretz Yisrael, or you plan on traveling to Eretz Yisrael, then the seventh day of Cheshven has halachic significance. There's a Mishnah in Tainas Daf Yud. The Mishnah brings down a Machoikis Tanoim to when do we start saying the same Talmud Levracha. We spoke about this over Sukkis. That Mashiv Racham Geshem is not asking for rain, it's mentioning the power that Hashem has to make it rain. The first time we ask for rain is in Baruch Aleinu. The same Talmud Levracha is what we call a Bakosha. We ask for rain. So the Mishnah has a Machoikis Tanoim in Daf Yud. When does that start? So the Tanakhama says we start on the third day of Cheshvin. Third day of Cheshvin, we start asking for rain. However, the Mishnah says, Rabbi Gamliel says on the 7th. How did Rabbi Gamliel come to the 7th? So the Mishnah explains that 15 days after Sukkot, this way you give people who live the furthest away from Eretz Yisrael to get back home before it starts raining. Because now that we're asking for rain, it wouldn't be very productive for those travelers who would get stuck in the rain. They're not really going to be so happy. So therefore it takes two weeks. This is before they had the Tesla, so it takes a long time. So it would take you two weeks to get back home. If you live the furthest distance, and we want you to get back before it starts to rain. That's how we come up with the Cheshbin of the 7th of Cheshbin. And that's how the Mishnah ends. And the Gemara Taka writes, and we pass it like Rebbe Gamliel. We pass it like Rebbe Gamliel that we start on the 7th day of Cheshbin, which is this Tuesday. Now, we don't start on the morning of Zion. We start on the Mairev preceding Zion, which would be Monday night. Now, it's interesting, now is not the time, but the question is asked, why when it came to did we not start the night before? We didn't even start the Shachos before. We had to wait till the Musaf. And here we're like, yeah, no problem, start the night before, it's no, no issue. Okay, it's a kasha that the Mepharshim talk about. But that's Talach. Monday night in Eretz Yisrael, they're going to start saying the same Talmud Levroch in the Baruch Aleinu. The Ran, in the back of the Gemara, is bothered with a kasha. Quite a few Rishonim are bothered with the kasha. They say, I don't understand. Really, we should start saying Ma'ashev Ruach HaMergesh at least in Eretz Yisrael on Sukkot. We don't say it on Sukkot because Sukkot and rain is a bad omen. So we push it off till after Sukkot. But then we push it off another two weeks so the people have to be on the regal. Frek the Ran, Frek the Ritva, what about today? Right? The Gemara, the Paskan like Gamaliel was after the Zman HaMishnah. There was no Beis HaMikdash. So what do you mean? The people have to travel two weeks. Who's traveling two weeks? Who's on the regal today? There's no Beis HaMikdash. So if you look in the Ritva, the Ritva Taka writes, and Echarami. Post the Churban, we start saying right after Matzi Yomtev. Matzi Yomtev, the first night, we start saying we're saying Talmud Levrach. Now that's not the accepted approach. The accepted approach is the way it's brought down on Shulchan Aruch and the way it's followed today is that no, we still stick to Zayin Cheshm. Kash is why. So if you look in the Ran by us in the back of the Gemara in Tainus, the Ran says, I'll tell you why. He says, even though there might not be a mitzvah to be Eil Regal, it's still very popular that people go to Eretz Yisrael to spend Yom Yom Toivim in Eretz Yisrael. So even though there's no mitzvah of Eil Regal like described in the Chumash, but there are people who go, and because there are people who go, we want to give them time to get back, and this way they won't get stuck in the ring. So there's an interesting Machloikas Achreinim. What would happen if you live in Eretz Yisrael? And you talk, uh, last week started saying, we're saying Talmud Levracha. Well, you have to repeat the Shema Nasser. So on one hand, you could say no, because really you should be saying in the Shema Nasser. The only reason why you're not saying it is because of the people that are traveling. But but you have it. Maybe you don't have to repeat the Shema Nasser. Achoyk is achroin. Shalmizalman has a Chiddush. Shalmizalman says, you talk, don't have to repeat the Shema Nasser, but you have it. Chazanish disagreed. Interesting, Achoyk is achroin. But that's all fair, it's Israel. Good. What about us in, in America? So if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara says, what about the people in America? So the Gemara says, Uba Goyle. And in the diaspora, as Pablo Arzko translates, 
Ad shishim We wait until 60 days after the equinox. Now, what does Goyla mean? So Rashi learns Goyla means Bavel. In Bavel, the climate was different than in Eretz Yisrael. In Bavel, they didn't need to start asking for rain as early as Eretz Yisrael. They needed to only ask 60 days after what's known as the fall equinox. The fall equinox takes place at the end of September. September 21st to September 22nd. So 60 days later, it takes us to where? Not to December 4th, December 5th. So that was Shmuz, we're not going to get into tonight. About the two calendars, Gregorian calendar, not for now. But at the end of the day, that's what it says in the Gemara. So there's a Machoikis Mishayim on this as well. What do you mean, Bavel? Bavel's not the whole Chutzlarts. Bavel's one specific part of Chutzlarts. So Rashi Shita is that the whole Chutzlarts gets schlepped after Bavel. Once Bavel does it 60 days after the equinox, so the rest of Chutzlarts gets dragged along with it. And the Rush says, why should it be that way? Shouldn't we go country by country, land by land, based on its necessities? So the Rush writes that in Provence, southern France, he says they used to start saying it much earlier. They used to start saying, they didn't wait till 60 days after the equinox. They would say it in the Cheshvin. And the Rosh concludes, and I like it. I think it's a good idea. And many Rishonim, you look, quite a few Rishonim, they bring down this practice. That every city has to figure out when they need rain. I don't know when we need rain here in New York. You'd have to speak to the people. When is rain needed in New York? And we start saying, we start down with the Rosh. What is this generic waiting 60 days? Because that's what they did in Bava. So, Halach Lamaisa, that's not, we don't follow the Rosh. Halach Lamaisa and Shulchan Aruch, we don't like, we don't assume like the Rosh. And we assume, no, we talk await 60 days to after the equinox, which today becomes the beginning of December, and not November the way it used to be before they changed the calendar. The million dollar question that does come up now is what happens if you travel? You go from, you go from, it goes both ways. I'm not dealing with the Eretz Yisrael part to a Chutzlarit because that's not the Shaila at hand. The Shaila at hand is, let's say you go on Eretz Yisrael this week. After they start saying, ready in Eretz Yisrael. We don't say it yet here. So there's two shilas. A, what do you do when you're in Eretz Yisrael? And B, what do you do when you return to America and we're still before December 5th, December 6th? What do you do? So Kinnir, as far as I understand it, there's about three different opinions in the Gedari Le'achorin. First of all, what you have to know, this is Negei Atiru Yanki, if you're about Tfila in Eretz Yisrael, then you for sure do whatever they do in Eretz Yisrael. So that's not even a shilas. So if you're Chutzlar, it's going to Eretz Yisrael, and you're a Baltfila, you got to do for sure when you're down for the Omen, and you sing Chazor Shashat, you definitely have to say like that. Now the Debit Sinar Rav is a Chiddush, and the Be'er Moshe, he writes, because there might be a discrepancy between your private Shman Esri and the last Shman Esri, don't down for the Omen when you're in Eretz Yisrael. Now a lot of Achorim disagree with him. They say, why well, I mean, not down? He writes, unless you have to, i.e. Achiv, which is in your case as well. But nonetheless, I, most Achorim disagree. They say, no, when you're down for the Yomid, do what you need to do. When you're down for your private Shemana, we'll see what to do in a second. So that's the first thing you have to know. If you travel to Eretz between now and the beginning of December, and if you're down for the Yomid, you definitely should say, like uh, the same Talmud Lavra. Question is, what about in your private Shemana? Now, this is where it gets even more complicated, right? You're doing one thing in your Shemana, one thing in, the, in your private Shemana, so you really get confused. You really got to know what to do. So that's basically the way I see it. There's three major opinions. Where he comes up with the following equation. He says like this. When you're in Eretz Yisrael, you say it in Baruch Aleinu. In the private Shemana, we say it in Baruch Aleinu. When you come back to Chutzlars, you can't just stop saying it. What do you mean you stop? You can't do that. So he says, on the return back to America, you say it in Shema Kelenu. Right, we know Shema Kelenu is the bracha where you can insert private bakashas. So if Azad says, Rebbe so when you're in Eretz Yisrael, you follow Eretz Yisrael. On your return back to America, you say it in Baruch Aleinu. That's one opinion. Reb Shlomo Zalman disagreed. Reb Shlomo Zalman took perhaps the most lenient approach. Reb Shlomo Zalman really felt that when you travel from America to Eretz Yisrael, you don't really have to say Baruch Aleinu, except for the notion of being together with the Tzibur. So Shem Zalman came up with the following cheshbon. Shem Zalman said this: When you're in Eretz Yisrael, 
you say it in Shemei Tefillah, not in Baruch And when you come back, you don't say it at all. A notch under Rebbe Vajra. So according to Rebbe Shalom when you're in Eretz Yisrael, you don't say it in Baruch You say it in Shmachilein. And then Rebbe Shalom says a very big Chiddush. Says Rebbe Shalom if a Chutzla or happens to find himself in Eretz Yisrael, and he forgets to say it in the Shmachileinu, says Rebbe Shalom he doesn't have to go back. Because he doesn't really have to say it in the first place. Because he doesn't really have to say it in the first place, but yeah, but he doesn't have to repeat the Shmanesu. Then Rabbi Belsky's opinion was that when you... When Rabbi Belsky was like in between. Rabbi Belsky held that when you go to Eretz Yisrael, you say it in Baruch Aleinu, And when you come back to America, you stop. Stop completely. You stop and you don't start up again until you get to December 5th or whatever. We start saying it over here. So you add it in the Shema You skip Baruch No, in Baruch you say the same Baruch Then when you get the Shema you'll insert it at the end of the Baruch. That's, that's, that's the opinion of, of, uh, of Rabbi Belsky. Again, my, my feeling is that I think between Rishon Mazam and Rabbi Belsky, you have a couple of different kulas over here. I mean, according to Rishon Mazam, it comes out of a fantastic kula. Comes out, according to Rishon Mazam, if you go to Eretz Yisrael and you forget, wherever you forget it, you don't have to repeat it. I saw Rabbi Yitzhak Abadi disagrees. He thinks, no, when you go to Eretz Yisrael, you've got to say something, whether it be in Baruch Aleinu, Shemak and if you forget it, you've got to repeat the Shemanes. Rishon Mazam will no. When you're in Eretz Yisrael, you don't really have to say it. And therefore, you don't have to repeat it. So Allah Chumayi says three shitas. I think the most accepted opinion is not Rabbi Vajah's. Rabbi Vajah held that once you come back to America, you still have to say it. I don't think that was the accepted approach. I think the accepted approach is more like Rabbi Belsky's approach. That you say it in the Baruch Aleinu, you say it there, and then when you come back, you stop it. So you have two choices, Yanki. You can either say it in the Baruch Aleinu, or you can say it in the Shema Aleinu, one of the two. And then when you come back, I don't think you continue saying it. But when you're down for the Ahmed, you got to make sure to do like them. When you're down for the Ahmed, definitely you should say the same Talmud. And I would add, maybe we know the famous tshuva from the Achreinim, that if you're nervous that your private Shmanesri will be a steer to your loud Shmanesri, I mean, you're, you're afraid you'll get confused. I think it's probably could die to say it in the Baruch Aleinu. This way it will keep you, it'll keep you uh, straight. You'll say it in the private Shmanesri in Baruch Aleinu. You'll say it in your loud Shmanesri. You won't get confused. Maybe it's Kedai for you to do that. Even though it is a Machlech, maybe Kedai listen Machalov on the Psaq of Rabbi Belsky and, and Rabbi Vajra that to say it in Baruch because you know you're going to down for the Amen, it's going to confuse you maybe and it won't uh, make you crazy. So you should say it in the Baruch Aleinu in the Kwaish Manasri, Baruch Aleinu in the Lash Manasri. And when you come back to America, you will not say it until we start to say it together here in America.